Ignition sequence on. Rev it up. This is Cars Yeah, show number 1,150. Hold on. If you can dream it, you can do it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up. I'm fired up. And so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Kai Rocketman Michelson. Hey, Kai, are you buckled up and ready for a fun, fast ride? I sure am. I'm ready for a fast ride. There you go. And you'll understand that in a minute here. Kai Rocketman Michelson battled the government. He battled gravity and a profound learning disability, battling dyslexia, to become the first civilian to launch a rocket into space. How about that? His adventures are the subject of a documentary titled Rocket Man, a documentary that's currently in production. I can't wait to see that. Inspired by his love of racing, he was an inventor, a designer as a kid. He built things like a diving bell, a bicycle with wings, and a hot dog cooker dubbed Kai's Little Cremator. <laughs> that's hilarious. Kai's Little Cremator, that is a funny one. He built race rocket-powered snowmobiles, motorcycles, boats, wheelchairs, roller skates, and jetpacks. What a guy. He stunned crowds at Bonneville in his rocket race cars, and Kai set 72 state, national, and international records, working on over 200 films and TV shows with stuntmen and stuntwomen. What a life. He and his civilian space exploration team were the first to launch a rocket that reached space. Hi, I have told our listeners just a tiny bit about your incredible life. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about your career and a passion for going really, really fast? Well, I, I have the saying, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I've come up with many crazy ideas. I've always tried to outdo myself every single time. So hence, put a rocket into space, but I've been able to do many things. I'm a pretty blessed guy. You know, dropping out of school at an early age because they didn't know what dyslexia was. And it, I was not diagnosed that until I was in my 30s. So I just kind of basically thought, you know, I'm kind of stupid, kind of dumb sometimes. But and on the other side of that coin, I'm a pretty smart guy. I've done all right through my life. Yes. Well, yeah, I tell you, we could probably talk for days about your life, Kai. And we're going to touch on some specific things as we go through this journey that I call your life. But first, I always like to start with a success quote. You you started on something very nicely there. Maybe that's what you want to elaborate on. It's a quote or a mantra, something that's been important to you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning or the rocket engine firing, I should say, here on Cars. Yeah, so Guy, take the wheel. Well, it's like this, and I've told this to many kids with dyslexia because I know what it feels like to have dyslexia. So I believe if you can dream it, you can do it. And that that's it. So many things in my life that they been able to dream and there, and I just go after it, and I don't quit. I've always said, if you don't quit, you can't be beat. Uh, that saying is w something that's also been attributed to uh, Enzo Ferrari. Uh, in fact, uh, I like to create these memes that I use on my social media where I use images that I've taken, and I shot some pictures when I was at the Ferrari factory once, and I superimposed that saying on top of the Ferrari Cavallino. But, you know, it's absolutely true, and I've had a lot of race car drivers on the show as well. Uh, who always say, never give up. And I think that's the way to go through life. I mean, you have overcome so many things. And I would imagine a lot of people, when you were doing all this rocket 
stuff were just going, Kai, you're crazy. You can't do that. But you did it. Yes. Well, I, you know, some I haven't told I was crazy. And I've also told I'd never make it until I was 18 years of age. I'll be 80 years old, by the way, October 19th. So I've come a long way and I'm still going strong. Well, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. This is great. You know, uh, the day the show goes live is about a week after your birthday. So I'm going to wish you a very happy birthday well, right here and so now. Much. Thank you. Uh, that's absolutely fantastic. 80 years old. You're still creating things. You're still doing things. And I think that's another secret. Secret thing about life, isn't it? Don't stop doing things. Keep being innovative. Never retire. And I'm out in my shop basically every day just building little things. And, uh, and then I start getting big ideas. And then they take longer. But I try to accomplish at least one thing a day on whatever I'm building. And that's what keeps me young. And then my other side of that whole coin is when I go to bed at night, I kind of argue with myself. I have a really mechanical photographic mind. And I look at what I did that day, what I accomplished, and then I look at it from other angles. I wonder if there's a better way of doing that. Even if I knew it was the right way, I still try to criticize what I've done. It's a great way to put yourself to sleep at night. And believe me, I've done that many, many times when I can't sleep. It works well. (laughs) I think it does. You know, my wife always tells me that when you're sleeping, your brain is still working on the things you're trying to figure out. And I think if you're laying there in bed and you think about what you want to focus on, yeah, it's it keeps working when you go to sleep. And I'll tell you, Kai, you know, I've had some senior folks on this show. Not too long ago, Bruce Myers was on the show, the inventor of the Myers-Manx dune buggy. He's, um, well, he, by now he's 93 years old. He's still out there building dune buggies. Ed Iskadarian, oh, Isky Cams. I know Ed. Oh, he's a great guy. I tell you, yeah, he's a great guy, yeah. yes. He was, not, he was 94. He was in his shop working the day I recorded. <laughs> that is a golden nugget you dropped there. Don't retire. Just go do something you want to do. But for goodness sake, don't sit around. Get out there and do something. That is the secret to living a full life. Let's go back in time here a little bit, Kai, and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. I mean, for a guy who's building hot dog crematories when he was a kid and rocket roller skates, uh, tell us that pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were indeed going to be a car guy. Well, I'll tell you what, I painted a house. I got $13, painted it white. I bought a 1933 three-window Ford Coupe. And, oh, wow. And the, for $13, by the way, <laughs> which I had that car now, tore the fenders off it, did the whole deal, opened up the exhaust, primed it. And I waited for, I was 16 years old, and I waited for my mom and dad to go out of town. And I drove up old Highway 8 all the way up to Twin City Speedway. And, oh, my God, the cars were roaring. I tell you, my heart was a-pounding. And then I went to check in. The, kid, the guy says, how old are you? I says, is you're not old enough. I said, oh, you got to be kidding. I, I don't have no driver's license. I don't have no license plate. You have no idea how bad I want to race. And a guy came over to me. His name was Don Voge. He was the owner of the track. And he says, is there some kind of a problem here, kid? I said, he won't let me race because I'm not old enough. He had me a clipboard. He says, write a letter from your mother. You're 18. And boom. And I was in the city speedway. <laughs> that was a great guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Little did he know what he started. That's right. That was, <laughs> he gave, that was the start of it all. When he gave you that clipboard. Let's talk a little bit about life and challenges, because I know dyslexia has been a, a great challenge for you. And I'll, I'll tell you something, Kai. I have been rather supply, surprised by the number of creative people who've been on Cars Yeah! as guests who had a disability like dyslexia. And for some of them, I hate to even say the word disability, because they all figured out a way to work around it. And right. here's a little thing I didn't even learn about my own father. He had dyslexia. He never talked about it, never mentioned it until much later in life when he, he brought it up one day. And I said, what? 
And he said, have you ever seen me read a book? And I went, no. Now, he was an engineer and an architect. He figured out a way to get around that exactly. and have a career and an artist. So tell us about that big challenge in your life, how it affected you and how you've overcome that. And I love the fact that you talk with kids these days and help them understand that there are many opportunities for them in their life. Well, I had a really bad start in school. And um, actually, because we moved, I went to Red Wing, Minnesota, started kindergarten. Then we moved again. After another kindergarten, and we moved again. So I went to three kindergartens. I flunked first grade, and I didn't know that I had dyslexia. And later on, I mean, I, I was so scared of my teachers. And no matter what they would say to me, I would forget it. They could tell me something 10 times, and the second they walked away, I forgot it. Well, my father wanted me to get into electronics, and he taught me all about well, we're building crystal sets. He, uh, he bought me a soldering iron. And we go to these stores, and I buy these diodes and all this wire and earphones. And before you know it, seeing my math book was no good to me. I cut it out with an X-Acto knife, and I built a crystal set in it. Now, I bring it to school, and I'm showing the kids in the class this thing. And they're all, and that's cool. So now I'm kind of showing off, and I got an earphone that goes up underneath my sleeve, and I got it on my ear, and the teacher saw something. Everybody's looking at me. She grabs a hold of this book. It was attached to a wire. What is this? What is this? And I'm going, Miss Becker, please don't take this. Please don't take this from me. What is this? It's the radio. Just where'd you get that radio? I said, I built it. I wound the coils. I saw the diodes. You built that radio? And that was the first time in my life ever I had anything positive ever said me in school. From that on, I kept on building. And the next one thing was Kaizo Cremator. We took a hot water heater. We turned it into a diving bell, cut it out, put it with a tire pump and a tire hose. But I was very creative, very, very creative. One half of my brain, I don't know, the other side, but I went back in our day. We were called a stupid, dumb. We don't want your kind around here. And all that did was set me on kill. Now everything I do, I just go right at it, one hundred ten percent. So it was a blessing in disguise for me. And I've known so many other kids have gone forward, and they say because you always you have it's like this chip on your shoulder, and you always have something to prove. And I've been that way all my life. That's why I have this dumb old deal going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, again, I I have had so many guests that have said this, and it it in a way, a roundabout way, it helped push them down their path. John Campion, who is an incredibly successful guy, uh, has a company APR Energy. They supply energy all over the world. He was the same way. He came over here from Ireland, had no money, started working for rock bands as a roadie, and realized that he had the technical prowess to build generators that could run their amplifiers. Well, from that, he ended up building a massive billion, multi-billion dollar company. But he said, you know, my teachers always told me I was an idiot and I was stupid. And that's why I dropped out of school. And it's, it's so great that nowadays we know what is going on and we can help children. My, my, Wonderful sister just retired, 33 years as a special ed teacher, helping so many kids. And she, she gave me a book to read that really helped me. Uh, it, it talks about the difference between a dyslexic brain and how people with dyslexia, like yourself, can see things in three dimensions that many of us cannot, which I think is fascinating. Uh, yes, I kind of, my friends would call me an Imagineer. I register hardware in my head all the time. I don't care where I'm at. If I'm looking at a race car... I register how that suspension works on there. All the exhaust is hooked up. Well, and I just go through the whole thing. I register every bit of that hardware. So it's easy for me to build because I already know what I'm going to hang on. And some days when I'm out in my shop, I'm all happy. And it's, boy, 
Boy, Kai, you're happy. What are you doing? You're, you're going to really like what I'm going to build. This thing is really cool. And I've built so many things in my life. And now my house is actually a museum. My life is now in this house. It's full of rocket power vehicles. Vehicles <laughs> that I built here. So my friends, so I am I am a car guy. Not only do I reciprocate in motors, but I have this. Because I started uh, racing top gas ranks. And I, well, actually, I want to get into that a little bit. I actually started racing motorcycles and twin engine motorcycles. And then I joined a club, which is called GSCA, Gopher State Time Association. And in there, if you worked on a dragster, you could drive a dragster. So the first thing I did, I bought my own little steering wheel, butterfly steering wheel, put it on that car every time it was not my turn to drive. Now I've got something that belongs to me. I'm now driving my car. And I saved my money up. And my first car was called the Miser. So when guys were throwing spark plugs on the ground, I was picking up spark plugs. My first dragster was, was used parts. Every bit of that car was basically a used, including the used chassis. And so it's called the Miser, and I started from there. And we started doing very well in NHRA race and top gas. And then NHRA dropped that as a professional category. Now, when they did that, I'm going, oh, man, that, that really bummed me out. So we put together a group of guys. It was called the Midwest All-Stars. There was about 18 of us guys that went on a circuit racing. And finally, one day, I was at Union Grove, and they had a jet car there. And I found out these guys are getting paid just for expedition. At that time, I pulled the Hemi out of my, my uh, dragster, and I shoved a rocket motor in. And bang, all of a sudden, we're running 100 miles an hour faster than Don Garland's running. He was running 240s. We were running around 340s. In fact, we ran 348 at one of the tracks. So now I'm getting paid $5,000 for not winning, just for doing two exhibition races. So that's how I got into that group. Wow. What a story. Oh, my gosh. This is so much fun. Well, it kind of helps me understand my father and the fact that he could always see things three-dimensionally in a building. Being an architect, he could look and go, you know, that's how those beams are all connected. And I'm like, what are you, where are you seeing that, Dad? I'd, all I see is plaster and stuff. And he could see, like, inside the walls. I always thought that he had X-ray vision when I was real little. Like, how can you see inside the walls? But... I think it's it's just absolutely brilliant. Maybe in some very odd particular way, nature gave you this this uh, ability that has helped you through your life and created such a, a marvelous life for you. Well, it's a blessing in disguise, and it truly is. Just got to know how to use it. Don't feel sorry for you. You know, I don't feel sorry for myself, but if I can help somebody else to get beyond that, where they understand that they really have a talent, they just got to find that talent, and not only that, they have that they have to have the motivation. Got to have that motivation and the will, and the will to succeed, and they will. Absolutely. Tenacity, go for it, attitude, and that's definitely what Kai has in his life. Well, how about a career big aha moment? I'm thinking you have an aha moment like 20 times a day in your life because you're always coming up with all these innovative things. Is there a a big aha moment that stands out for you? (laughs) Well, see, it's like this. I'm always building something. I, I just built a, a tw- I, I built three t- uh, twin-engine motorcycles. The last one I built was absolutely beautiful. And a couple of guys came over here, standing around. I said, okay, Kai, what are you going to build next? But facetiously, I said, about the only thing I don't have is a rocket-powered toilet. But two weeks later, here this guy, big burly guy, shows up over my driveway. And he says, I got something for it. Opens up the trunk. Here's this crusty, stainless steel toilet. He says, it came out of a prison. He says, don't ask me no more questions. I threw that thing, that bad boy, up on the bed, and I look at that. That would make a cool-looking rocket. So I made a hybrid rocket toilet. I call it the SS Flusher. 
America's secret weapon. Now, if you go onto Google and search out Kai Michelson, you'll see hundreds of things that I've built over the years, and that's one of the SS Fletcher. That's a first here on cars. Yeah, the SS Flusher rocket powered toilet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you are one creative guy. Well, let's go back into your history and talk about your first really special car or maybe your first really special rocket. Wherever you want to go with this is up to you, but share a memory you have about that first special moment with something that moves in your life. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to kind of go to shift the motorcycles. Because my family made motorcycles from 1908 to 1916. And I have pictures of them uh, racing here up in Minnesota and around the country. And at one time, there was like an Indy 500 where they actually raced old antique motorcycles. And the Michelson Minneapolis motorcycle won that. But they had some of the first patents on the swing arm suspension, the clutch, transmission, the muffler. Many, many firsts back in the early 1900s. So I'm really proud of that. I brought that. I kind of looked at my family. They had a bunch of patents and things like that, which you just mentioned. So I said, you know, because I've invented so many things. But I, at least I had, I went and patented two things, just to have two patents. It started out with the motorcycles, and I'm very proud of my family and the things that they've done in the past. But one day a guy came over to me and says, Hi, why don't you buy one of those motorcycles? I says, you know, that's my family's history. I make my own history. Nice. I like the way you said that. like the way you think about it as well. Very cool. What a history it is indeed. Well, this next question, I, I may know the answer to. I always ask my guests about a seller's remorse story, some vehicle you've let go. The fact that you live in a museum tells me maybe you don't let anything go. You know, I just found one of my, my very first dragster. I found the chassis. It was actually about two miles of my, from my house in a barn. It was there for 30, 40, whatever years, and now I've got that chassis back, so I'm going to build my little fuel car. I had an A fuel car with a small little, a small block Chevy on nitro, you know, injectors on it and all that stuff. So I've got a new toy that I'm going to be working on. But uh, So there's one of my cars that I got back. I, That's I, very cool. But I guess the one I really wish I had back was that 1933 window coupe. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That car you first took racing. Well, yeah, that's probably long gone, but you never yes. know. I mean, the things they drag out of barns. Well, Kai, you're a guy that never stops creating, never stops inventing. So what are you working on these days that has you excited and fired up? Well, it's like this. <laughs> uh, see, so way back in the 70s, Evil Knievel uh, tried to jump over the Snake River, and I uh, actually put a bid on it. And he says, no, you can't do it that cheap. And he went on with somebody else, uh, Bob Pruitt. Well, uh, well, hence now, two years ago, I teamed up and worked with Scott Pruitt, Bob's, uh, Bob's son. And uh, we built a another one called the Evil Spirit. And Eddie Braun, on, uh, see, it was around the 16th of uh, September, two years ago, jumped over the Snake River using nothing but steam. It went 400 miles an hour in three seconds. Yes. <laughs> and, and that movie was just premiered out in California here last Saturday. So it's yeah. coming out. It's called The Stuntman. And it's going to be a great show. And it's all based upon that particular jump that he went back out and did something that Evo Knievel could never do. So that's kind of a feather in our hat because we built uh, the main uh, drogue shoots uh, for that. Because what would happen is, the thing was going so fast that if they opened up the main chute, it would just, oh, just disappear, rip the pieces. 
So we made a drogue chute that was ballistic. It could come out at eight, 900 miles an hour. And because of that, it was with, uh, played a big part in the success of that flight. Uh, but it's an excellent movie coming out. And as long as we're talking about movies, they're also doing a movie on, on, on me, on my life story. And it's Rocket Man, <laughs> of course. But the K is backwards and kind of falling off because that's being, being dyslexic. But it's a, it's a, a movie that I'm, I'm going to be very proud of. And um, I'm planning on taking that to schools and uh, using it as a tool and uh, Colette Sunset, Sunset is the director of that movie, and we're involved also with GRB Entertainment uh, with this uh, film. But I'm really looking forward because if, if, if the kids can see all the things I was able to do and still not being able to add and subtract and even know my alphabet, which is pretty darn funny because my son, when he was nine years old, used to tease me all the time. Singing that song A B C D E F G. So finally one day I got up to F and he says, Dad, what size motor comes off there in F? And I says, H. In the rocket world, a B motor is twice as big as an A and it and it doubles and propellant all the way up. Well, I've yeah. launched rockets all the way up to uh, S motors. So that's how I say my alphabet by relating to something I did. But my son was smart enough to, to make help me figure that out. You ready for yeah. that? I mean, yeah. all the things I could do when you can't even recite your own alphabet, that's pretty weird. But I'm a blessed guy on the other side, pretty smart on the other side. Well, I think it's absolutely magnificent that you're going to share this with young people and old people that have dyslexia to show them that this is something that they can work around, they can work with, and they can achieve. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. I did see the film. I mean, the fact that that guy strapped himself into that rocket and went over, I, I just went... Holy cow, he has got to have a lot of faith in Kai that this thing is going to actually work. And I cannot wait to see the documentary about you. Colette's been great in putting us together. Uh, it's just going to be fantastic. I'm really, really happy for what you're doing and how you're taking what you've done with your life and helping other people. That is the secret sauce. I've learned after a thousand and fifty one guest shows here is that if you can find a way to help others, that is how your life is truly fulfilled. Uh, no matter what, that is the secret I've learned over many, many conversations. Well, here's a very introspective question. I kind of think I know part of the answer, though. If you woke up to mother tomorrow and you were a car or maybe a rocket, what would you be and why? Well, I want to be a land speed record car. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> there would be no, if they would have an infinity of speed. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go by so fast, nobody even see you go by. And by the way, a turbine car just ran over 500 miles an hour at Bonneville. Are you ready yes. for that? that I saw the yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And, and we were out there when uh, uh, Danny Thompson ran over 400 miles an hour and fulfilled his father's dream. You know, And something like that, it was incredible. We were there to witness. I had tears in my eyes. I was so happy for him. I had tears. And I knew his father and all that. But to see that come back and the challenge that he had uh, to do it and then go and do it, that was Pretty proud moment for everybody at the Bonneville Salt Flats. You know, Danny was a guest on the show. I've, I've met him several times at the SEMA show. Um, of course, SEMA is uh, starting this week. And uh, yeah, he what he was able to pull off and do, I mean, kudos to him. And what a spirit that guy has. I mean, just he's got his dad's fortitude to, to make it happen. I mean, there were so many times where he was stalled out. I can't go further. He can't get over the wall. I can't get there. And he did it. Uh, what a marvelous man he is, and his wife, too, a very wonderful woman. 
Very, very cool. Well, Kai, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Kai, we are back from outer space. We're landing in our rocket ship, and we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or rocket advice you've ever received? The best advice is never quit. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Do not quit. You can find a way. It can be done. And Kai is a perfect example of that. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? Yes. I just believe that I'm really a blessed guy. And uh, I think about that every day. And I thank the man upstairs about it. And uh, to be able to do what I've done and uh, you know, succeed at many, many things that I've uh, taken a run at it. But I've had my ups and downs. It hasn't all been pretty. Let me tell you that. But I've just been a really blessed guy. And um, I just follow my dreams and I never quit until I achieve those dreams. Now, you're an also very, you are also a very smart guy because that's another thing I've learned after over 1,150 shows here is being grateful is oh so important to your well-being and your inner peace. And anytime you feel angry about something or been disrespected or whatever in life, stop and remember what you're grateful for. And you, it is impossible to be angry or mad when you're grateful. It really, really is. So there's another golden nugget you dropped for us. 
Now, how about a resource? Now, there are millions of resources these days. Is there one in particular you think our listeners would enjoy? Well, you can go into uh, Google, Kai Michelson, or you can go into my website, uh, the-rocketman.com. And there's a lot of things that I built in there. And Or you can go into YouTube. There's 70-some videos in YouTube on a lot of the crazy, crazy things that we've done over the years. So I pretty well documented all that. I have over 100,000 photos in my archive of all the madness through my life. But uh, if you go and use those uh, those uh, resources, you can find an awful lot about the things we're working on and the things that are down with you. Absolutely. Now, Kai, when you were a little kid, did you ever dream that there might be this magical device called a computer with videos and things about your life that would be there? I mean, think about that for a minute. Pretty incredible. Never. But when I saw Sputnik, Sputnik, I, at that point, I think all things were possible. And boy, did that ever spark yeah. my interest when I saw that. But I was around my father who built telescopes. He hand grounded all his own lenses and all that stuff. Built some wow. really cool telescopes. So I had that uh, in my life also. Very cool. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive or rocket industry, Living or deceased, who would that person be? You know, I think it would be Mickey Thompson. I mean, I knew Mickey Thompson. I was around him. But I think to sit down with him and, and have a cup of coffee, uh, because he was a very, very smart man. Uh, I think that uh, Mickey would probably be the guy who would be. Uh, yeah, That'd be pretty good. We'd, uh, we'd invite Danny to sit at that table as well, of course. That would be pretty special. How about a book? Now, I know that dyslexia is something you deal with, but the great thing these days is they have audiobooks for people to listen yes. to. My wife has earbuds in all day long. I think it's so she didn't have to listen to me, but she says she's listening to books all the time. Um, is there a book that you've really enjoyed that you might want to share? Sure. It's simple. I wrote a book, My Rocket Propelled Life and High Octane Creations. It took me two years of hanging on the computer, fighting with spell check, and I got it published, and uh, you can still buy those on Amazon. I think it's a great book, and I've also written another one since then called Beyond the Dream, which now I've, I've sold the rights to GRB Entertainment, and hopefully that's going to come out along with our movie. So that's how I learned how to read and write. I was I got inducted in the Summons Hall of Fame, and we were coming back from Mohab, Utah, and the guys had a keg of beer, and they were saying, okay, guy, come on, tell us the story about Bonnie, I says, Jimmy says, Kai, you've told you know, you the same. You've been talking for almost six, seven hours, and you haven't told the same story twice. Buddy, I says, Kai, you got to write a book. I said, You know, I can't write a book. And so, anyways, I asked my wife to help me for a while at the time, and that didn't go over well. And so, I started getting up three, four o'clock in the morning, searching out each key. I spelled totally phonetically. So it's not phonetic; it's wrong. It's wrong. But then I'd fight with spell check. But I got it all glued together. And I had it edited two or three times, and I got that book published. And I'm pretty proud of that. You are a true inspiration, my friend. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find all these great resources on Kai's Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com. Type in Kai, K-Y, Michelson, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S-O-N. And real briefly, before we get to the, this last question, Kai, I want you to share with my listeners your real name. Yes. <laughs> My real name is Kyron Carr Walter Michelson. Now, on the other side of that, there's a Russian car called the Kyron Carr. Look it up. K-Y-R-O-N. <laughs> Very <laughs> cool. Ironic. I love that story. All right. We are up to the checkered flag, Kai. And this last question could be a bit of a doozy. 
Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car or rocket, let's say that, that exists on the planet. Doesn't matter what it costs, but there's a couple rules to this game. It's the only collector car or collector rocket you can have. So choose wisely. Uh, like I said, money's no, no object. Don't worry about that because I'm writing the check. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You got to keep it and you got to enjoy it. And I do always tell my guests, you have to drive it or ride in it, I guess would be the case with a rocket. So what can I buy you today? Well, I think I'd like any kind of McLaren because he's pretty cool dude, man. It's a pretty cool car. So I think anything that he built or had anything to do with it, yeah, I could go for that one. A McLaren. Well, you know what? How about a McLaren F1? That's got to be one of the the (laughs) coolest ones that exists out there. I'd love to drive a McLaren F1 to your house and uh, park that in your garage. I think that would be appropriate for Rockman Michelson to have in his garage. Well, Kaya, you have taken me on an incredible rocket ride today and our listeners. What a joy this has been. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I'm so grateful that we got connected. Thank you for sharing your amazing journey. Just a little piece of it. Again, we could probably do a hundred shows and not touch on everything you've done. Would you offer our listeners a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you fly off into the sunset in that McLaren F1? Yes. If you can dream it, you can do it. Absolutely. Listen to a man who has done just that and then some. Cube, my friends. I mean, this guy has lived a full life. Again, what's the best way for our listeners to follow along and learn more about what you're doing these days? You can go on YouTube. We have about 75 videos under Kai Michelson. Or you can go to my website, the-rocketman.com. Absolutely. Again, I'll put links to those on Kai's show notes page here on the Car Show website. I encourage you, if you've not already heard of Kai, check out what this guy is doing. Talk about an inspiration for life. He will inspire you over and over again. Kai, thank you so much for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I am sure I'm going to see you down the road. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPIC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!